Gotcha. Something tells me otherwise. Dude, do I just look like a fucking job of the hut here or what? Oh my gosh. No. No, man. All right, you guys no. ready? You look much worse. <laughs> the the widow's peak gone, dude. Fucking my my Very fucking good. Yeah, look at you bald mass bags, dude. <laughs> what are you talking about? Dude, Here up the wazoo. Not, not in the back, not in the front. Oh. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode oh, of Failure at its finest hour. <laughs> I forgot we were fucking recording. We dude. do not have a full squad yet, I should say. Dylan is minutes away from joining. Uh this dude, is you gotta try everything I episode. <laughs> no no no, it's okay, Chris. We'll leave it all in. No, I'm just kidding. No, perfect. Um <laughs> This is episode. <laughs> this is episode nineteen. The big twenty is coming very soon, and it's going to be very good. It will be just after Labor Day, which we'll be talking about uh, here today. Um, as look at that, Kirko is Kirko is in the building. Kirko is in. We just started, so this is perfect timing. I was just letting everybody know that the next episode after this one will be episode twenty, the big two zero. Like Aaron Holy said, fuck. like Aaron said in the last episode, one more and we'll be old enough to uh, to drink. Our podcast will be old enough to drink, and I think for that episode we might have to get good and good and goosed. Good and goosed. I don't do that. Good and laser. As if we don't. <laughs> don't. As if we haven't. Remember that episode where you're like, oh. oh. Oh, whoa, after you drank like six widow, oh, how many widow makers you drink? It's like, dude, we've been the whole fucking time. I had, <laughs> I had quite a bit that night, I will say. That was the night where I was talking about those cruise ships, remember, Aaron? And you, yeah, back you to had, cruise ships. Yeah, you were like, so, anyways, those cruise ships, like 20 minutes after I was done talking about them. That was fucking. No, that's what I was hearing going, I turned. <laughs> I <laughs> turned. Yeah, I put that in the drinking a natural ice. Put that in the <laughs> end. So again, episode nineteen. Um, thank you for continuing to listen. Uh, we have we have been like we said, uh, shorthanded the last couple of weeks, but our schedules have been wild. Uh, kind of a shitty time of year. Very busy, but we're gonna be back in the saddle. Although we have an episode called Back in the Saddle. Um, oh. But we're officially back in the saddle as a four-man. Again. Yeah. Unofficially. So I want to ask Chris and Dylan, since you guys, we haven't talked to you guys in a couple weeks. Like, what's up? Oh. Anything new going on? Oh, dude. I've been busy as fuck. I don't know. I, I mentioned on the podcast, but I started going to school again. And I'm working on this, uh, becoming a gunsmith. So Back I've been working like, grade. yeah, my grade 10. Back to get his grade 10. <laughs> knock, knock, Julian. Mr. Stupidy fuck, he didn't get his grade 10. So working on that. So it's like eight hour days. Tony, you get it. You work two jobs, but eight hour days then coming home, then being dad and then doing school until like fucking 10 o'clock every night or midnight usually. Cause I wait and procrastinate. I've just been doing that. Been doing some fishing. The steelhead are running in Manistee, and so already? are the kings. Yeah, kings and steelies are running already. So, I well, I closed another rod in the bed of my truck, so I got to get another fishing rod. But <laughs> no, I'll go get after him. Just classic. What about you, Dylan? What's up, dude? Oh uh, man, fucking been. I've also been very busy. Uh, just doing army shit. Just you know, day to day life. Going to the field, shooting, fucking blowing shit up. But nice. Been busy for the past few weeks. You know, I work pretty late during the the week, so norm, normally this is what time I get off every day. So you said you were That's in the about, you were in the woods a couple weeks ago, weren't you? Uh, yeah. two weeks ago. We, Would you guys go camping? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> No, we didn't do it. We just slept out at where we were shooting, basically. So oh. it wasn't too crazy, though. A little night range. Well, it's like fucking 3 a.m. and you're still sweating your dick off. Oh, dude, it's the worst. <laughs> <laughs> I was it's like, 
you know, at the end of the night, it's probably like it's probably like eleven, you know, eleven, you know, p.m. midnight. And I finally like laid down. This is like the first night we were out there, and it was so fucking hot. Like I was like, I finally just like laid down, like on like basically like just like a <laughs> bag, and just like laid laid on the ground, and I was just sweating my ass off, and I was like literally just in fucking underwear, just laying there with like I was like no socks on, no shirt, and I just had bugs crawling all over me. But I was, <laughs> Just sweating, like profusely. Oh, it's so hot down room. there. You can catch a it's... sunburn in the middle of at midnight <laughs> out there. <laughs> like, like, literally, like eighty and it's my like, dog like, caught heat stroke at three a.m. <laughs> yeah, that's fucking crazy. Yeah, man, sucks, oh, dude. It was only for a couple days. That wasn't too bad. The first night was definitely <laughs> the worst. After kind of improved a little bit, and it wasn't that bad. It was a little bit more windy the next few days, so there was a little bit more of a breeze. You know what I mean? So. Dude, I don't know if I mentioned this, but I hate to be that guy to say army stories, but I remember one time we were in Louisiana for like JRTC, which is like a big training event. And um, it was so fucking hot there. And like we were like on like a, it's like a big play army. Like you're just playing war with a bunch of people. And we're on the top of this for, uh, embassy, I guess you could call it hyphenated. And um, it's so hot that I'm sitting up there. It's like midnight and we're pulling night guard and i just strip down to my fucking boxers and fall asleep on the top of this little like tower and i wake up at 3 a.m because i hear something and there's like a whole platoon of like snipers like a sniper platoon is up there and they're all just like fucking set up and i'm sitting there in my underwear like what the fuck? it's like slowly <laughs> putting your pants back on yeah so i'm like laying there like don't see me don't my see pants me. on <laughs> yeah and then i'm just like going on i finally like you know work my way into the mix and go unnoticed but man it was it was crazy <laughs> that's fucking hilarious speaking of uh i mean the youtube we got whoops we got uh video and shit too now so if you guys ever want to make like hand gestures or whip your cock Dude, out how or something views? how um, many views like 20 but it's a start we had that's like we had like five before the videos so people and are definitely starting to watch to- my YouTube account, I've been making YouTube videos for years, and I got five views on my best videos, so, <laughs> I mean. Stepping up in the world, yeah. hey? Yeah. Well, I figured since we talked about it last week, Aaron, um, I had the Porky's Fest uh, this past Oh, yeah, week, dude. This past weekend, and it was pretty good. It was fun. Uh, it was shitty because, like, I had to work sa- Saturday morning because I played Saturday at 1.30 uh, in the chalet at the Porky's Fest, and I worked – at UPS on Saturday morning and then had to drive pretty much straight to Ontonagon, like unpack our shit. I played a couple Dang, songs in the dude. garage and then we just had to leave right to the Porky. So I didn't really have time to like de-stress and like kind of assess the situation a little bit. So we got there and, you know, I signed up and, and I had like 30 minutes to just kind of do what I wanted and then head back to the chalet to like get sound check and shit going. So that was kind of shitty, but it was good. It was a lot of fun. Um, I had my dad come up for one song, and it was so funny because I played five songs, and the fourth song was when my dad came up. But the fourth song was kind of around the time where like the bigger band on the main stage outside was playing. So after my Perfect. dad and I played, like a bunch of people left to go watch like the main stage act. And we were just joking like all day that everyone was like, "Man, that guy fucking sucks!" Like talking about <laughs> like talking about my dad. But it was it was a lot of fun. I had a good set. Um, I played some some new like three new songs, and then nice. uh, two old ones. But there was a lot of people that came in. It was cool. And then after that, we watched um, the Talbot Brothers, who were really good. And I I went to the Busking Barn. It was actually it's actually it's not really like that funny of a story. But there's this dude who was the closing act on Saturday night at the busking bar. And he was like this small guy from Chicago and he was like, he was good. He had really, really good energy and stuff, but you know, we all kind of agreed that um, like he wasn't the greatest singer, but he had great energy. was a great guitarist. It was just one guy and he was really funny. Like I said, he, he really knew how to like entertain the crowd and like just before he was done, like I was with like Jake and Scott and my dad, my mom, and, like, just at the end, he was like, oh, I got koozies and shirts uh, outside. And we were like, fuck yeah, let's, we're going to buy some koozies. So my dad, 
his girlfriend's working like the merch bag. I'm not gonna say merch table because she just had like a garbage bag full of shit. And my dad goes <laughs> up to her and goes, "Hey, you guys got koozies?" And she's like, "Oh yeah." She's like, uh, "I don't really know how much they are." And my dad goes, "How about two for ten or something like that?" And she's like, "Yeah, sure." <laughs> so I don't know if we got like a good deal or if we overpaid. <laughs> But it was so funny. He was like, two for ten? Like, just right away. And she didn't even say a price. And she was like, yeah, sure. So we got two, and my dad gave her a ten spot. But, Plastic um, shyster. It was. Name um, your price. <laughs> it was. I'm surprised you didn't try to lowball her. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I, I, I thought you were say two for three. <laughs> two bucks. Buy <laughs> <laughs> one, get one free. Um, yeah. But the guy's, yeah. the guy's name was my unknown brother, and uh, his koozies are actually pretty cool. So that's a good. Uh, that's a cool, um, cool garage koozie for sure. Yeah, cool plug, cool plug. Maybe people listen to him. Yeah, he has a website. Bro- he said that he he got myunknownbrother dot com. So, but you said he sucks. No, he didn't. I didn't say that. I didn't hear like his recordings. Like he didn't have a bad voice. There was just times like you you could tell that he had a specific range that he could sing mm. in, and sometimes he would gotcha. go above it and. You know, he was a little shaky when he, tr- when he tried to go above his range. But like I said, he had great energy. He really got into the songs. Like, he was just getting lost in all of the songs. And uh, he had a lo- couple funny. Like, he wrote a song about um, alcohol and how, like, he, he it was basically a song written about how it was kind of like a Luke Combsy kind of vibe. Like, beer never breaks mm-hmm. my heart. Like, that shit. But he was just some. It was, the beer's always there. He, yeah, alcohol was always there. And it's never going to you know cheat on him or and he had like a couple like funny like one-liner bits which i don't really mind like middle through a song he just stops and starts talking and like tells a joke and then he'll get back yeah, you know, like like, crowd work. yeah <laughs> so it was it was pretty cool and i like I, cool. like I like i said i don't know if my dad ripped him off or if well, <laughs> he hey. gave him a good Boy, regardless hey he, he made 50 for, bucks for the busking stage and 10 bucks off you guys that's <laughs> He was, was playing for gas money to get back to Chicago. Well, fuck, 10 right. bucks is going to get him to Silver City from the Borkies. I wouldn't think a koozie would be more than $5, though. No, yeah, I, I feel like he, it was probably the right price. But the girl was just like, unless, yeah, sure. That's like a bullshit, yeah. like, Stormy Cromer one that's, like, fucking way overpriced. Yeah, yeah. I got a $38 Stormy Cromer koozie. But we, you fucking, yeah, right. We... Then the main stage closed around Saturday because the festival is only two days now, Friday, Saturday, but it was the Slambovian Circus of Dreams. Oh, Remember those fucking guys? <laughs> I love those dudes. That they was, actually, those, guys, those guys are fucking ass peaks on a fucking – those guys suck. <laughs> Dude, it was so funny. He was telling a story. Gandalf was like – um. oh, shit, you guys there? Sorry, I think I might have just bugged there. But um, what, Yeah, what happened, dude? Gandalf – I thought it was – Storm How was their set, bro? How it was, was actually it was pretty good. I'm not gonna lie, it was pretty good. Was um, it moving? I mean, some people were complaining because they were playing like a bunch of slow songs, so it was mm. like you know they, it, there was a huge crowd like down by the stage. Like the only really the only time anyone kind of got up out of their seats and like went down to actually dance. There was a huge crowd in front of the nice. stage, but like they just pretty kept, big lesbo mosh they, <laughs> they just kept. <laughs> <laughs> they just kept playing slow songs, but he, it's just so funny how like, you know, it was their last, last, uh, the last, their last time playing for their tour. Like that was the last stop. And he had just got done talking about how he was, they were in the UK playing for 35 K plus. And then he's like, but, sure. but, yeah, right. <laughs> but he was like, you know what? I was just, we were just playing in the UK for 35,000 people. But I tell you what, this crowd right here. This is what makes the tour. And everyone was like, yeah. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> sure. Yeah, I was like, like yep, a little bit of, that's true. A little bit of pandering. A little bit of pandering to your audience. Yeah. I know. It's, it's, such, it's such bull. And everyone was just like cheering like, oh, my God, we love you. And I was like, wow. Yeah, you're you're so good. You guys are stupid. So I, so I will We're tell so you guys. We're so good that you've never heard of us. <laughs> I'll tell you guys a quick story about them. The first time, I think it was in 20. Uh, 2012 was the first time I went. It was like my first year of community college. And, um, Hell yeah, bro. and, uh, that was my first, like I volunteered, I played at the busking barn by oh, myself. You volunteer- I thought you said, you said you volunteered for college. No, I, <laughs> I, I volunteered <laughs> to work the festival and they had me like, like running the busking bar, which was cool. 
because I got to see like 14 sets, which is awesome. <laughs> but um, <laughs> yeah, so when I, but, but then like the busting stage ended and they needed help at the main stage. So I went over there and like pseudo helped stage manage, which at that festival is nothing like nothing compared to what I've done now. But at the time, it was the coolest. It was like my first real experience in the music industry. And that was what I was, I think at that time I had picked a major and I was like, okay. Or maybe it was before I picked a major. I don't really remember. But what I do remember is Gandalf Murphy and the Slambovian Circus of Dreams, the lead singer needed his guitar tune. And I was like, I got you. This is my, this is my jam. So I tuned this guy's guitar. And then, so they play their, their shtick. And this, at this point, they were playing like in the afternoon. They weren't like the late set yet. And uh, they're like, oh, yeah, you know, later a couple of us are, are going to go down to the beach and have a, a bonfire. You know, you guys should all come down and get the whole stage crew down. Um, <laughs> my, he's like, my girlfriend's got a bag of mushrooms and, you know, we're just going to go down there and, you know, whatever, talk to the stars, whatever. And that that broad had a, <laughs> a gallon Ziploc freezer bag. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> mushrooms. And I laughed. I I just at that time I never. I was just like, oh, this is this is kind of how it's gonna be. And since then, I you know I've seen, on uh, you know musicians and festivals and stuff like that. I've seen more drugs than I can even explain. But it was just like at first I was like, oh, this dude's serious about his mushrooms. <laughs> I mean, it makes yeah, a lot dude. of sense. I mean, they are. <laughs> they are. Uh, Yeah, <laughs> they, probably could, they probably played at a, at a major festival that they got some, you know, some jam because they're a pseudo jam band in a way. And so they probably went to some jam band festival and played right before the headliner yeah. played. Yeah. And so then they just had everybody there waiting at the at the guardrail. So I would say it was cool. But, Scott, Scott Frazier played at six on for Saturday night in the chalet, which was a fantastic time because the performer after him was actually a famous sweden musician uh it was a girl it was a girl so she like came in with like her band and was listening to scott and then while scott was playing um gandalf and the crew they were setting up on the main stage and gandalf and the guitarist poked their head through when scott was playing and gandalf like uh he, he was like looking over the door and Scott was like in the middle of a song. It was really he was playing really well, and Gandalf was like head nodding and stuff. And then you had to leave to like go go pack some more shit up. But that was really, it was really, it was really, it was really cool to see. It was really cool to see. But I will say too that the busking barn. I still will say it. I think that's still my favorite fucking thing about that that festival because there was so many people this year that I had no idea who they were. Like they were all from out of town. And it was just like these really small, because like there was a couple guys that were fucking amazing that were in there, and it was just like this one kid said he this was that was his first time ever playing like in front of people, and he was amazing, and uh, he wrote his all all of his own songs, and it was it was kind of like a oh I can't remember the guy's fucking name, um, but it was all like really soft like love songs kind of, but he would like have this nice raspy yell almost in some of his songs and when he tried to get up higher. Um, but he sounded really, really good. And just the vibe in that place is fucking awesome. I'm sure that they busted into Gandalf's mushroom bag. Um, but there was, <laughs> cause it was so funny. My dad and I, we went and watched for a little bit, um, after I played and we were in the smoking area cause we were smoking cigars like right after we played. And, uh, we're sitting there and all of a sudden I, <laughs> I smell fucking dope. And I'm, I, I look over and some guys just sitting next to us like, smoking a fucking joint he like looks over and he's like blowing it out and he's just like head bobbing to the music and the fucking smoking section was like almost right next to the barn so like everyone in that barn must have smelled acid cigars and fucking dope it was so funny he i think he had like two yeah i know that's like that's his thing now he fucking dude when we were all when we were all in your garage, dude, he was just like lighting them off the ends of one another, dude. He put through, he went through like a whole case himself. <laughs> oh so, anyways, the the meat and potatoes of this episode, since of course this weekend, also happy Thursday because this is releasing Thursday this week. Um, we're just a few days away from good old Labor Day. 
Oh, uh, so let's thank the uh, the union. No, I don't. Yeah. Is that is that who we thank? Uh, Labor Day. Oh, what do you think? Dude, I was I was reading an article and it said that back in like the 1800s, like mid 1800s, during like the um, industrial revolution, people were working fucking 12 hour days, seven days a week. Holy fuck, dude! No wonder they had a Labor Day for Christ's sake. My yeah, God. actually, um, one of the reasons I believe Labor Day is so <clears throat> coveted in the UP, um, I guess I'll paraphrase them what I heard from somebody else is, but like back in the day, labor unions kind of like started in mining communities because before mining was like all subsidized, like basically you mined and they paid for your house, they paid for your food and they gave you like these credits that you could buy stuff from the mining company. Like they put you in these homes, you know, And all these miners were like, there were like kids working down there and people were fucking dying. Mm-hmm. So then that's where apparently my grandpa Ron says that's where some of the biggest unions in America started. And that's why Labor Day is so uh, cherished in yeah, the town and Osnogan. Now, now that you say it, um, like children, isn't it, is it, is it a lot of it, Aaron? I know you're doing research right now, but isn't some of it for yep. child labor too? Yep. So it says uh, I'm on history, history.com here, which mind you, it's like historychannel.com. So they're also the ones that put out ancient aliens. So maybe fact check <laughs> this with a grain of salt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It says in the late 1800s at the height of the industrial revolution in the United States, the average American worked 12 hour days and seven day weeks in order to eke out a basic living. I mean, these people were eating crumbs yeah, <laughs> for their lunch crazy. break. <laughs> they, were, they were smoking cigarettes for their lunch break. Uh, it says, despite restrictions in some states, children as young as five or six told in mills, factories, and mines across the country, earning a fraction of their adult counterparts' wages. So <laughs> it says people of all ages, particularly the very poor and recent immigrants, often faced extremely unsafe working conditions with insufficient access to fresh air, sanitary facilities, and breaks. So mm-hmm. if we know anything about uh, is the UP, it was built on the backs of, of immigrants, and especially like yeah. the mining, the big mining boom. Mm-hmm. It was all Finlanders and, I mean, basically Finlanders, Cornish, like Welsh, that sort of thing. French. Um, a lot yeah. of French. Yep. And, a lot of Dagos. Uh, so during this, uh, so uh, let's see, uh, September, S- September 5th, 1882, 10,000 workers took unpaid time off to march from City Hall to Union Square in New York City, holding the first Labor Day parade in U.S. history. The idea of a working man's holiday celebrated on the first Monday of September caught on in other industrial centers across the country and many states passed legislation recognizing that Congress would not legalize the holiday until 12 years later when a watershed moment in American labor history brought workers' rights squarely into the public's view. On May 11, 1894, employees of the Pullman Palace Car Company in Chicago went on strike to protest wage cuts and the firing of union representatives. So it goes into railroads. Um, Grover Grover Cleveland signed it into law in 1894. And uh, for us, Labor Day is a tried and true UP holiday that is celebrated by. I was going to say. In in (laughs) Ontonagon by people from like like St. Ignace. What it means. I was going to say what it means for us is it's a great excuse to just get fucking shit canned four Dude. nights in a row because we have Monday <laughs> yeah. off. That's pretty much what it is for us. You just describe dude. all of that, and we're just like, yeah, it's, know, a good, dude. it's a good time to get fucked up. Honestly, dude, like, after you explain it like that, it makes me want to celebrate it even more because, like, I, you're like, fucking A-right. Yeah. Working I man, feel so, the working man I feel needs a day. So, I feel so disconnected, too, because... My girlfriend, Emily, is gone on a photo shoot, or excuse me, she's gone to a bachelorette party from Friday night until Monday. Oh, my gosh. And I, and I am on call at work, and I have to feed the cat. And so I'm stuck here when this would be the per- literally the perfect weekend for me to drive all the way up there and raise some hell, and I can't do it. And I'm mm-hmm. trying to figure out how to celebrate it on my own here, and I, nothing is going to come even remotely close. Yeah. You just so, kill the cat. It's <laughs> <laughs> Oh I'm on call at work. It's, it's the work thing that I'm stuck in. Oh, quit your job, man. It's Labor Day. Get the weekend. <laughs> quit your job. It's Labor Day. 
we get the weekend off, but it's just because it's a fucking federal holiday. Yeah. And I, like I said, it's, it's not going to be, you know, it sucks because you know, that, that quote from Ed Helms from the office when he's like, I wish you knew, uh, I I wish when you were in the good times, like you would know you were in the good times or I, I, I'm not, Mm -hmm. I'm not saying it right, but really that's, that's really what Labor Day has come to now because it's not, it's not as, as great. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's fantastic. Um, but it's definitely not ever, I think going to live up to, you know, the last like five years because it was just, holy fuck. I mean, it's even that, dude. Even that, like, I enjoyed it so much as a kid. It was like probably my highlight of my childhood summer was going down to Labor Day, getting twenty dollars from your fucking parents, and buying as many fart bags and cab guns and potatoes as you can. Yep. And you just run amok as a shitty little kid and burn a hole in your parents wallet and it's the funnest day ever right yeah. before school starts right i was gonna say and as a kid that was really like the last weekend to to get mm-hmm. out and do something and as you grow you up you're school. like yeah you grow up you're like fuck this sucks now mm-hmm. you know so now we're just getting drunk to celebrate labor day <laughs> yeah i mean i got um, a picture from chase because chase because dallas now that he's living in town like it's gonna be easier for us to hang out and stuff chase sent a right. picture yesterday of uh, of his back tailgate, and he had about four twelve packs in his back tailgate, <laughs> and uh, he's he's fired up, revved up to to come down. There you go, or to come up, I should say. And like I said, Dallas will be there. Nick was like, just like fuck, dude. He's like, I wish I could go so bad, but for us this year, I think it's just gonna be because I'm not gonna get there until Saturday afternoon, which in like five years ago that would have been a crime to show up. Oh yeah, dude. Labor Day on a Saturday. <laughs> um, I already be like two days late to the vendor, um, but I, I do think that now it's it's uh, it's a safe safe bet to show up Saturday. You know, go Saturday Sunday <laughs> instead of Thursday Friday Saturday Sunday. A little bit of Monday Bloody Marys. <laughs> I'll never forget <laughs> though. Got to ease back into the work. I'll week. never forget though. Like I guess we could, we should tell the listener kind of like what really it was like. Um, so Thursday really was Thursday was a day for people that were determined, you know, you knew, you knew Labor Day was coming up, uh, everybody. And when I say everybody, I mean like a group of like, probably I would say close to 15 people, um, you know, either at my parents' house or just meeting up like downtown, but everyone had that Friday, Saturday, Sunday off. And of course, Monday, Monday was the ultimate recovery day, but if you really wanted to enjoy yourself and really experience Labor Day, Thursday night was where it started. And then you wake up, you know, obviously you don't have to work Friday. Uh, you get up Friday, and that's the day where you, you don't necessarily have to start right away. But again, if you're determined, no one would look at you and say, like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? If you crack a beer at 9 <laughs> o'clock in the morning, like, it was just what you did. So you go on your day Friday. Um, Friday was usually, I think, I want to say, like maybe like a street dance Friday night. Um, yeah, not yeah. really sure. Then Saturday you was remember? Saturday was really the day that you would wake up, and right away you just hear the dog. I have a story. I remember Luke yeah. when he was in his band. Uh, they were practicing in the garage because they were going to play music downtown at around 2 o'clock in the afternoon. So it was about 9.30, 10 in the morning. They were practicing in the garage. And at this time, I think there were juniors or seniors in high school. Nick gets up, goes into the garage, because that's where all the floor coolers were. And they were literally mid-song. He goes, I, I, he might have been in his underwear. I can't remember. He goes into the garage. <laughs> he opens up one of the coolers. He grabs a beer, opens it, and they all are like playing. And then they like kind of like stop playing. <laughs> And they're just Luke. Luke's like Nick. What are you doing? And he's like grabbing a beer. And he's like, "You guys want one?" <laughs> they're like fucking sixteen, seventeen years old. And I remember my mom was just like Nick. But that was just, breakfast is the most important drink of the day. Yeah, that, that. and that is Saturday. So then Saturday you have what Chris was talking about is is Maxwell Street Day, and that is oh, where the goated. streets the streets used to be. I say used to be lightly because they haven't had a Labor Day. Well, they had it last year, but it's kind of, you know, ever since COVID, shoulder to shoulder. even like the years before COVID, it was kind of declining. You could tell. Um, so I don't know this It'll year. It'll be loaded this maybe, year. May, maybe. 
because all class was this year. So usually when all class is in the same year, Labor Day is a little shittier. But Saturday mm-hmm. afternoon, like Chris was saying, you go down. There's there's vendors and and there's music now downtown, like by the uh, museum. Um, it's but, all bullshit. I mean, it, it's it, so it is. Junk. It is, and like you have it's your all crap. Your, your classic overpaid uh, homemade jewelry. Um, yeah. You have fourteen dollar. Like, oh no, the the thing is about sun, sun, sunglasses, tents. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like every like antique that. store just has an <laughs> antique uh, tent. Yeah, they're just selling more shit outside. <laughs> That's what it is. Yeah, and you have a. Couple... It's like oh fucking jam. I want some of your fucking jam. Yeah, I don't want some of your fucking pickled beet. Yep. And then you and have then, like, like a few other food. There's there's that one like that, that they sell like Chicago dogs and shit. Ah, oh, fuck um, that, dude! Literally the only highlight of food in Ontonagon is the fire halls, Rockford is the fucking fire hall, is dude. True, yeah. Dude. And that's fucking it. No, there's no fucking vendors other than that, like for food. Like, where? What's there to eat? Well, there's a line of fifty people at the fire hall. <laughs> no, that's dude, they I got the Chicago dog tent, dude. That's new. They got like a fucking little one like, other tent. They got a rig on wheels for Chicago dogs, but um, nice. the fire hall, yes, I is... do love the fire hall dogs though. Yeah, I mean... and the burgers, it's a staple. You have to, yeah. and have it's to. three fucking bucks, dude. Three yeah. bucks for a burger. Like, you can't pay three dollars for a burger brought anywhere. And the best thing, the best thing about going there is seeing all the firemen that are just hung over as shit and all just so pissed oh, yeah. that they have to go down there and work all day. Wetting over your buns. Yeah. <laughs> Another story yeah. from a Saturday is my dad. I remember waking up one morning. It was probably like 9, 30, 10. And, uh, you know, there were a couple of people up and getting after it. And all of a sudden my dad had just gone wild the night before and he had to be at the he had to be at the fire hall like quarter to 10 and it was like quarter after 10 at this time and i hear like and it's my dad and i'm like what are you doing and he's like oh my god he's in his fireman shirt and jeans or in shorts and he's like oh my gosh and he like opens the fridge like grabs a water and he like turns around looks at me and goes i think i'm still drunk (laughs) and he he just left because he had to go work at the fire hall that's like the best going down there, getting a burger, getting a dog, and all those guys are just still drunk or hungover, and they're just like, "Oh, here's your fucking hammer, dude." Could you imagine how fucking scary it would be to be parting your balls off all fucking night, and then you wake up at three a.m. and half of the town's on fire, and you have to go put it out. Circa two thousand eight, dude. For the listeners who aren't. Font or familiar with Ontonagon, Labor Day weekend 2008, a little mishap happened and a big fire occurred. And I think it burnt down what, like half of Main Street? Like, it was, it was maybe a quarter of Main Street. It wasn't half or quarter, it was like four buildings. So I guess that is half. <laughs> Which is half. <laughs> no, there was it burned four open businesses. <laughs> there was... The rest of them were just abandoned. There was Camp One. And then across the street, there was the old Connie's, right? Where they, they sold DVDs yep. mm-hmm. and shit. And then there was two other buildings that I think were vacant. Apartments. One of them was like, or, a, yeah. there was a couple of apartment yeah. units in it. Yeah. Meth labs. It's a big... They were all meth labs. Well, that was, the, that was the the rumor that was going around that mm-hmm. the fire had been caused by someone that actually, if you remember from our first episode when we were talking about that house that blew up that we saw and reported, it was the same individual that owned the building that had started the fire but it knocked down like three or four buildings and chris like you can you can continue but it was it was a good little pocket of downtown yeah it was i remember i just remember my mom we were watching from my grandma's house at like four or five in the morning and you could see the flames over you could see the building completely on fire and the wind was bringing the flames towards uh chris doyle the gas station there and that was their main concern was extinguishing it before it got to the bank and then the gas station there but um my dad said that him eugene and scott were in one of the buildings upstairs putting out like looking for people and like clearing the rooms and like the floor was sagging and my dad said that the only thing that was holding the guys up was the carpet because everything else was burnt out Mm mm-hmm 
So and then they got the fuck out of there, and the building collapsed like immediately after. I was after gonna say Beloam was fucking Satan's pit. Mm-hmm. They would have been just toast if that would have came. Yeah. I remember your dad telling that story how it was just literally no floorboards, nothing. It was the fucking carpet that was still stitched together. Somehow yeah. still stable for them to walk on. But like you said, Chris, when they found out it was it was just the carpet. I do have, and again, shout out to the YouTube. Follow us on YouTube. I have um, the video. I do apologize. It's 2008, and uh, it's just, you know, the quality is not there, but there's no point if you floorboards in my house. If you know the, I mean, if you're from Montanaga and you know oh, this, but fuck. this is essentially what we're talking about is that's I mean, the it intersection. Was, there. It was literally three o'clock in the morning, eight thirty one, two thousand and eight. Okay. Oh, six a.m. The lady just said in the video, <laughs> and we were just talking about how all the firefighters are usually fucked up the day after, so. At 6 a.m. Yeah. on this day, I mean, right. you got a bunch of dudes fucking sweating out bush lights fighting this. and Fighting, fighting the worst fire probably what are you since doing? August 25, 1896, when the Diamond Match Company, like, burned the like the, the entire town down. <laughs> the Great Diamond Match Fire. <laughs> so that was... That was, uh, yeah, that was in 2008. Thankfully, you know, every year it's all, it always gets brought up. I feel like, you know, somebody's got to bring it up. Even if you're a fireman or like, Oh, you're going to get too drunk tonight, you know, just in case. But (laughs) that was, uh, so Saturday, like like, (laughs) like we're saying Saturday is, is, uh, Saturday used to be fun as kids, but now it's just, you get, again, you're just tipsy walking downtown looking at little kids buy potato guns essentially and then now there's the you know they have music usually at the bars um which this year my dad's uh easy money here's a plug for the weekend uh they're playing at the eagles on saturday night and then you know which is just classic now and then um i do believe spun is playing at the squeeze on the deck outside um so that'll be another band and during I, the day no during no no no. it's playing? it's at night it's say. at night but they say. here's chris unmeeting himself is he with a smirk are you, were, were you gonna say something <laughs> plug easy money dude? yeah dude they're playing <laughs> at the eagles man show up like eight o'clock <laughs> saturday night but um, sold out the show dude there, <laughs> there's probably a band playing at stubs but um then sunday sunday is actually um isn't bad sunday is sunday's fun there's a parade at that's 11 a par- a parade, that yeah. you see two floats, uh, 14 side by side and two logging trucks and a couple mm-hmm. fire trucks. And, All parades uh, are at the UP is just heavy equipment <laughs> companies advertising. Jim's towing, John's <laughs> yeah, logging, yeah, yeah. 10 S- fire departments. Skids her on the back of a trailer just <laughs> honking his fucking big rig that he's pulling it with i don't but... know dude Antonagan, dude they act people actually make floats though like yeah and and uh, again what we're saying now like labor day like 10 years ago was fucking awesome like so many floats so many committees and and uh mm-hmm. businesses corporations like around the area that made floats but now it's just like the snowmobile club the golf course <laughs> um the bowers always uh crush it in the float game they have a big crew that yeah. that works but um, we have. Sorry. All right. Well, come on, guys. We got video here too. You know they can see the smirks. I'm gonna have to cut that too. <laughs> Fuck. What's the timestamp? <laughs> Son of a bitch. I said Bowers, and you guys all fucking smiled. And then Aaron said, "That's, that's a big uh." And then he stopped. <laughs> Two minutes. Right. I say it's a big. I was about to say it's a big family. That's yeah, what I was gonna yeah, say. No, they, bo- no bullshit. No, no, no. Was no, the float big? Was the back part of the float large? <laughs> All right, three, two, one, and there is. I think. I think that that might be it. Honestly, so like now it's only like three three people that make floats, and like Chris, you said, it's just mm-hmm. logging equipment, side by sides, and fire trucks. But that's fun time to get out because there's actually something going on. It's not just a bunch of perverts selling cap guns. But yeah. then Sunday is the classic rec center, um, which that was the pretty much. your ass off. It's, 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 it's the biggest it's, sauna of all time. It's pretty much <laughs> what is happening on the main street. It's just everyone just goes into the fucking building, yeah. including it's the cap gun sellers. Yeah. Yeah. And Easy Money plays in there. You got your raffles and. 
all that place where it's just it's just Labor Day with alcohol, pretty much. Yeah. So, but now, of course, the tradition carries on that Sunday usually in my brother's fantasy league. That's when we have our draft. So that always gets thrown in too on Labor Day weekend. Something that I'm always excited for is that fantasy draft, which is it's going to be at five o'clock on Sunday this year. So it's like right you before live stream the, it on Twitch. Right before the rec center. Right before the rec center. Actually, I might because uh, we're going to be zooming with the guys that can't make it. That wouldn't be a bad fucking uh, first YouTube video. Get a little draft action in there. But um, yeah, and then and then Monday is probably the worst day of the year. I must say, <laughs> I'll never forget a story that I have from a Monday is we went to Roxy's, which, you know, when you're hungover, like you want like greasy food and stuff. But when you're really on like a, a big, big weekend like that, I have to say that's probably the worst choice to do. I remember eating and as soon as I got done, there's two outhouses in between Roxy's and that other building that's to the left of it and I almost fucking took off from that from that outhouse because I was shitting my absolute brains out and I continued to for the rest of the day and that's just kind of what happens on Sundays so or on Mondays excuse me so hopefully this year it's not going to be too bad since I only have like the two days but I guess we'll find out the only the only major thing that I like the I think it was the one of the best and one of the worst Labor Days of all time was, I think it was that same year that Luke's band was playing down there. And I remember coming up on like a, like a Wednesday, like, I think this was like, you were back from college or something, or you were, I don't remember what you were doing, but I remember, I think that might've been the, the um, time where we like went the Coors can time. Cause I showed up way early for Labor yeah. Day. And we just kept it rolling the entire weekend. And mm-hmm. I remember Nick, like, at 9 a.m., cracking a beer. And I remember waking up that Monday. And it was just, like, because we went, it was every single night. We, did, we didn't miss a beat. And uh, <clears throat> I remember waking up that Monday thinking to myself, it's over. It's done. <laughs> it's finally I've over. completed the race. Like, I don't, I don't need to consume any more filth. Yeah, on the weekend, and I was just that was like the last major Labor Day that I had been to. Mm-hmm. I think like I had been to some after that, but that time was like it was everybody. Was that like when Christ and, and Emily and them came too? I think it mu- it must have been. I think it but was. I remember it being. I remember it being like a six day event because I got there on a Wednesday. And then I like left on Monday or left on even Tuesday or something like that. And yeah, it was just like, up. it was absolutely brutal. But I like, I got, I got my money's worth. Oh, definitely. You know what I'm saying? And, and we always talk about this, this, the stories of us getting up. Cause usually when you do start that early and then you get to Sunday and Sunday is such like a big day for the weekend, you know, you have the parade, the rec center. Like I said, usually the draft is that night for us, at least like Nick's friend group. But Sunday morning, we always talk about and laugh how, I think it was Nick, how when he went into the garage, and again, like I was talking about before, when you get up that early, like, and it's Labor Day, you just, you got you got to go for it. So you just yeah. head to the cooler right away, you know, 10 o'clock in the morning. And I remember Nick opened the fridge, like, slowly, and, like, grabbed a beer, and he was, like, looking at it, and he just went, <sighs> and then cracked a beer <laughs> fucking side before he opened it and he cracked it and it was just like the funniest shit ever because we all heard him and we were just oh my god that's such a memory that and um there was another there was another day it might have been that weekend i think chase chase and dallas were there and we were all sitting like in the garage around the table and somebody like walks up with a beer that like didn't drink right away and they crack one (laughs) and i think it was you it was either you or nick but somebody said you have to like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. like like after size like, oh, i gotta do it like yeah. I, have no, <laughs> I have no choice <laughs> that is so funny that was probably nick and it wasn't like a joke like oh yeah you, you have to but it's like it was like uh it's like going to work like yeah i gotta go yes, i gotta do it <laughs> yeah that's, sometimes that's what it feels like oh my gosh such a chore <laughs> and then i think the, the last memory Really funny memory. I think it was the last time Nick was here for Labor Day. It was when Adam forgot his uh, 
his uh, moped at her house for like oh, a yeah. few months and like after a while he was just like yeah you guys can rip around in it like i'm gonna sell it in a couple weeks anyway you guys can have it for the next couple weeks mind you that thing was fucking awesome i almost bought bought oh, it yeah. off his hand i was like i might take this but i was just like I, I can't so we had it for a couple weeks and it was during that time which was a terrible time for us to have a moped it was labor day weekend but yeah. it was like saturday afternoon i think you know we ran out of beer and Nick and Chase hopped onto the moped and went down to Holiday. And Nick had his like hat on, like his his uh, beekeeper hat, and he had a I think he had a backpack on. I don't know why, maybe to hold the beer. And they were driving down the fucking street, and Chase was like snugged up behind them, grabbing his waist, like just them two. It was like Dumb and Dumber, the mo the moped that they have. But they were since they had the backpack, Nick and Nick looks, you know, he looks Middle Eastern and. You know, oh, he looks foreign. Dude. They were screaming, <laughs> This is so bad. Holy With the fucking backpack on the back. And I have the video of it. So and it's terrible. so bad. And, but it's so funny. I mean, you know our sense of humor. And it was just, they weren't saying it like in front of people, at least I don't think. But they pulled oh into the gosh. driveway after they had gotten the beer. And uh, yeah, it was just, that's just a, that, that'll, I'll never forget that. <laughs> Our podcast is for sure getting pulled if this airs. <laughs> Nick's gonna lose his job. <laughs> I'm sure they're gonna. I'm sure they don't know what's going on. I mean, I could ask him if you know he wants to to cut that. So that'd be very unfor- yeah. very unfortunate if we did. That was like two thousand like twenty fourteen. And I think that was my favorite one as well. That was a that was a good year because that was like right when I graduated. And so it was like the time where, you know, when you're in high school and like your parents, like my mom and dad, at least like they didn't trust me all that too much. And like fantastic choice for them. Um, and they only really let me do anything if Aaron was with me because they knew Aaron was responsible. Um, but that was like the year where they were like, well, I mean, he's going to be away from us doing this shit. So might as well just let him have it. But that was kind yeah. of the time too, where I, I wasn't able to go to the bars, which wasn't like, the worst thing because i don't know when i was that age like i know people say like you know you want to go to the bars when you're young and stuff but i enjoyed the shit out of like doing garage garage hangs and still do to this day another thing uh side note on labor day man we can't even get out of this topic we never mentioned the labor day bees yeah that is very true I'll I'll hit the backstory. So, you can you can you can fill in some commentary. <laughs> throw in the the last bit, but every year during the parade, you know, there's and it's not just us drinking either. Like we're not that you know degenerate human being. Like everyone in the whole county is doing this, and so wow. the streets are absolutely littered with. Bush light cans, Miller light cans, Coors light cans, garbages cans are just from... fucking volcanoes. Yeah. <laughs> Pop cans from the fire hall, cotton candy in the streets. And and really, if you think about it, this is the worst time for bees. Um, like the fall, like once fall starts, it's really like when bees start to get aggressive because they're starting to die, really. And they come out full force. And every single year, I remember it was always Nick that would joke around about the Labor Day bees. And because every time you're down at that parade, one's going to zip by you and you're going to be like, holy fuck, there they are. Because <laughs> if you're ever downtown, like not on Labor Day, well, you'll never see bees. Like I don't think I've ever seen a fucking bee on Main Street of Ontonagon besides on Labor Day. So every Labor Day when you're down there watching the parade, a bee always zips by you. And so ever since the first couple years we saw them, Nick always referred to him as the Labor Day Bees. Oh, man. <clears throat> and uh, there is somebody who will remain unnamed that has started a – and if you don't have Twitter, you need to go follow us at Faith Hour on Twitter. But <clears throat> there is a Labor Day Bees Twitter account. Uh, we may or may not know who this person is. And we promise um, you, we promise you, because I know this weekend the account will become active once again, and we oh, will, yeah. <laughs> we will retweet and like all of the posts from Labor Day Bees. But we promise you, 
that it is none of us. And it's not even it's somebody not a, that's living in the UP. Street. Correct. Um, it, but that is just, there's some great comedy there. Um, and so I think you just need to get on Twitter and um, tweet your tweet your Labor Day B pictures. If you're, tweet at us and um, we will put a link to the Labor Day B's Twitter and um, we will, you know, light up the bat signal, the B signal for the Labor Day B's Twitter to come out of retirement. And yeah. maybe we can get a Facebook page going. Yeah. Gee, that. Um, and we can uh, j- drop that in the, I, you know, you're from Montanagan land page. Yeah. And, and <laughs> I thought Facebook. you were, were going to tell the story. Were you there when the, the account was created and first posted I, stuff? I thought I, you were going to talk yes, about that. I, when we were I like, do believe we all yes, thought it was, was each other. Her. Yep. Everybody was pointing fingers. I, I don't remember the full story. I remember being there for it, and I I think I remember we like eventually discovered who it was. Yeah, I remember um, getting a notification on my phone that said the Labor Day bees started following you, like on Twitter, and I was like, "Shut the fuck up!" I was like, "Who the fuck is this?" And so we we're all just pointing fingers, like, "You did this!" Like, "No, I didn't." You did this, and we had a group of like, like I said, like ten, fifteen people, and everyone was claiming that it wasn't them. And we were just like freaking out, like, who the fuck is this? We thought somebody was trolling us. Then we were like, no, somebody in this group definitely made it. And then all of a sudden, all the invites or all the follows started happening. Like, someone was like, oh, I just got a follow too. And again, we may or may not know who it is, but we have a good idea. And it was somebody that was not in our group. But it was so funny where we were all just all weekend, it's you. I know it's you. And all day or all weekend too, the tweets were just so good. Buzz, buzz, buzz. Who's ready for the parade? <laughs> oh my gosh. That's classic shit right there. Oh man. So uh for our probably what is our last last little segment here, we gotta talk about some some seasonal changes. Yeah, so As a... we have a again a very big episode coming up. Uh it's gonna be our kind of our transitioning into fall. We've been talking about it the last few episodes. It's finally coming. We can fucking Put it on a banner. It's going to be next thir- or next Tuesday, excuse me. It will be our transitioning into fall as we're going to hit September. Well, today, technically, you're listening to this on Thursday. Happy September yep. 1st. But I was I wish Chris was here. We should have done this when Chris was here. But I wanted to just ask you guys, um, you know, you can do, Dylan, I know you're in Louisiana, so there's not that many seasons as we have, but... <laughs> Do a kind of a rank the seasons segment, and we'll get Chris's input uh, next week. But, yeah, kind of dive into you can pick your favorite and then kind of talk about, you know, why you do like a certain season or why you don't. I guess I'll I'll start. You can start. I was going to say. Yeah. So I would say hands down fall is my favorite just because, I mean, multiple different reasons, like, you know, fucking football season starts. Mm -hmm. Um my favorite weather um you know like towards the middle and end of the, the fucking fall the, all the hunting seasons start like it's just kind of like a snowball effect of like good shit happening i know like winter's coming so like i mean obviously if you're up north it's a lot of difference like you're preparing you have to mentally prepare for the snow but um i just like i just like the fall the colors you know like i said just like the the temperatures are normally like just my my favorite at that time of year Mm-hmm. Actually, holy shit, what timing. Chris Shiner is back in the building. This is such a perfect thing. Chris, once you can get in and hear us, okay, you can hear me now. We're about to close it out. We have about 10 minutes left. We're doing a rank the season segment that is pretty much going to be like a teaser into next week's episode because I was just telling the listeners that next week will be our transitioning into fall episode. So I figured, since we're getting to that point, we're going to rank the seasons. Dylan just went. Dylan, do you want to talk about maybe a second, third, and fourth? Oh, yeah. I was thinking about that while you were talking. But um, my first, I mean, my second summer, obviously, like summertime, like it's warm. You can go swimming if it's warm enough. You can do, you know, I got a lot of good memories in the summer. Um, winter, honestly, is probably my third just cause of like, you know, it's hockey season. Um, I always kind of like the winter time, 
you know, the snow sucks, but it's just like one of my, you know, Christmas time holiday season. Mm-hmm. And then for some reason, I just fucking hate spring. I don't know why, but I just do. It's <laughs> messy. It's wet. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a good list. It's similar to mine, but mine is my um one is summer. Um, just because winter is the worst. Uh, I don't like mm-hmm. anything involved with the winter. The driving is fucking horrible. Uh, I hate driving in the winter. I always say that if the roads were always bare, it could be the nastiest blizzard in the world. But if the roads were always bare and I could like set my cruise even in a blizzard, <laughs> I would if I could. So winter is definitely <laughs> last. Uh, summer is number one just because I'm a beach guy. Um, love the beach, even though this year was a shitty summer because the water was freezing up until maybe a few weeks ago. Um, and now oh. the weather is kind of starting to turn. Um, limited beach days this year, but when I get there, man, it's just it's fucking awesome. Plus, bonfires, I mean, that whole sh- shenanigan. I mean, drinking outside, like, in a T-shirt, uh, <laughs> on the deck, porch, just those summer nights, can't beat it. I'm going to have to go fall second just because one summer, like, if it's hot enough, I will say when it cools down, it feels really, really good. And like you said, Dylan, even though we know winter's coming, um, it's still gorgeous, the colors. um, Football. Spring almost was my worst because I agree with you, Dylan. But again, where we're from, like, spring just means that the winter is over, and that's why it takes three for me. Um, mm-hmm. but I will say that spring is the worst because we get those springs where the snow will start to melt and then we'll get the false spring fucking pounded <laughs> with a snowstorm and get like two more, oh, yeah. two more feet. And we're like, well, yeah. spring's over, I guess, but it's like April and we're like, okay, it shouldn't be over. You know, winter should be over, but it's this, not. Remember this April is 80 degrees for a week. Yeah, like I, I know there's memes. People always like joke about it. Literally happened. Michigan seasons. I forget what it is, but it's like winter, um, fake spring, almost winter. Almost, yeah, almost <laughs> winter. Like, then winter number two. Yeah. Then it's like fake summer. Chris, you were just talking about when it's like 80 degrees yeah. in April. Then it's like third winter, and then it's <laughs> and then it's spring. And then it's a fake summer again, and then spring. It, it, it's it's true though. It's and honestly then, true. And then summer is summer is road construction season. Yeah, like, yeah. Like always say, everything's yeah. clogged up. It's either snow on the roads or fucking orange cones. That's about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Tone. My rankings are identical to yours, literally. I summer, fall, best times of the year. Mm-hmm. Spring is only. It's spring is better than winter because winter's over. Yeah. Winter is just winter is just pain and suffering. Like winter's cool until New Year's is over. Yeah. And then like yeah. I got I got Abel's birthday in January, Kayla's birthday in February, and then it's just fucking cold. That February February days. to June is tough. Yeah. It is it's like fucking just, tough. I'd say February to February to like April. I like it like May, May, May is a little bit better than June, but like that time there is just like, like blistering cold, mm-hmm. not even snowing anymore. It's just cold days and there's mm-hmm. nothing to do. And you just like, when the fuck are we going to get over this shit? I'll never forget Chris <laughs> this past winter. I think it was, I, I wish I would have known what month it was and what day it was, but I remember you were like outside and all the snow was gone. Maybe you had like a couple snow banks on the sidewalks and stuff. And you mm-hmm. were on your porch and you were like just panning around your yard. And you were just like, I think it's over. <laughs> no, dude, I was like, almost talking when about I was taking that video, dude. I was almost crying. I was so happy. There's like tears in my eyes. I'm like, holy fuck. Like, I can hear birds chirping. I think we did it, guys. And it's literally that's how we feel at the end of the year or in the middle of the year. Mm hmm. So my my ranking um, my ranking is fall fall at number one uh, just because I can't I just I don't I can never get enough of fall Michigan I think like living in the UP for as many years as I did and then you know growing up there and coming down here like fall is like 
kind of longer here, mm-hmm. but at the same time, you don't you don't realize it because it stays very warm through September and then October. It's like I just saw a map for the peak color, and like you guys up there are like your peak color like the first week of September, <laughs> like this, mm-hmm. like and and like we won't have peak color here until like October, and yeah, so yeah. but I concur I'm already completely. Seeing- completely with dylan like hunting season football season hockey season starts late in september going into october um uh, it's a chili i i do a chili cook-off every year which we'll talk more about in the next episode so it's a competition season for your boy Mm -hmm. so i just (laughs) still um, got that dynasty going right now so i've been putting putting canned chili in crock pots for years (laughs) (laughs) so so it's just like I love to hunt. I love to bird hunt. I love the colors. I love yeah. when it finally yeah, comes off. I love I love putting that first pair of jeans on, that first dusty pair of denim on for the year when it finally cools off enough. We're like, okay, I can be comfortable in pants. No more, no more, no more of this like getting stung by bees, by Labor Day bees in cargo shorts. Like I'm really mm-hmm. excited for that. Summer second, summer lasts a really long time down here in Brazil and summer will go on until december down in louisiana i'm sure but um same thing uh spring is second for or excuse me second to last for me um in the number three spot because it's just like i can i can golf i mean i'm golfing while you guys are still getting snowstorms up there yeah so Mm -hmm. um we just need to move (laughs) and uh and then winter is just like it's just so there's just so few things. Michigan has so many like awesome things you could do outside the rest of the year, except for in winter. Cause I'm not, a, I don't ski and I'm snowboard. The most I do is snowshoe. And that's like, I don't even get enough snow down here to do that. And, and I don't own a snowmobile anymore. I was going to say, we don't snowmobile so, either. Cause I'm sure there's probably snowmobilers maybe listening that are like, Oh my God, winter is number one. Like I got a few yeah. people on and, top of my head that I know that would pick winter as one, just because snowmobiling is like such a big thing in their lives. But we don't do that, so. Next, dude. Sorry. <laughs> it's just, uh, it's winter is just very, very long in Michigan, and it's it's um it's just dark. That's the worst part about it, is just the lack of. When I worked at Amazon before I got hired at my maintenance gig that I got going on, I literally I would go to work at like five thirty six a.m. Tony, you you've been on this program for quite a few years now, and I would get out at like six. And it was, so it's dark to dark. The only time I would see light daylight is on the weekends. And it was just mm. like for people with seasonal anxiety, depression, I've not been clinically diagnosed, diagnosed, but I definitely feel that I definitely feel the lack of, of vitamin D and just like, mm-hmm. it just feels like it's dark for like four months out of the year. Yeah. And it's just ridiculous. Like you get right. one sunny day and you're like, Oh, it's beautiful outside. You go outside. It's negative 20. The yeah. sun is out and shining, but it's freezing. Like, <laughs> yeah just miserable so um, so it seems like fall is pretty high for us so that's why i think next, next week will next week will be a fun episode because we can all kind of get into how we enjoy fall and it's it is it is a great time of year uh for a lot of different reasons and i'm really looking forward to it but if you guys have anything else to chime in here Get your bird license. Go kill a partridge. There's a shit ton of them this year. Yeah, it's a couple of couple Not weeks away. Yeah. Big, yeah. big fun yeah. days coming up. Mm-hmm. Which Aaron <laughs> every year says he's gonna come up and bird hunt. Never fucking does. <laughs> it's true, man. I, 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 I'll call, I'm gonna come up and bird hunt this this fall. <laughs> oh, kill two birds. I'm just kidding. I so I so want to. Maybe this year's the year. <laughs> I'll get them for you. That is funny. Well, that'll do it. Again, shout out to the YouTube. Uh, follow us on Twitter at F-A-I-F Hour. Again, head over to the YouTube. We have been getting more views on the videos, which is nice. Um, like I said, you can watch the Labor Day Fire of 2008 in Antanagan, and you can see our beautiful faces. And Chris Shirtless. And he did he did whip his dick out earlier in the episode too. So if you want to see that, head over, head over to our YouTube. I didn't. No, shut I up. didn't. Shut up, Tony. No, he didn't. Stop. <laughs> Stop it. All right. 
Enjoy the weekend. Have a safe Labor Day. Do not drink and drive. Uh, that this I think this weekend until like September fifteenth is like, uh, like international. I was looking at the days, which we were gonna do some days this uh, this Thursday, but Sick, it's like Chicken Boy Day and something else, so we just skipped it. So <laughs> have a safe Labor Day. Get a designated Sick. driver. Have fun. We'll recap yeah. it next week. Uh, but Love y'all. We're- See you. That'll do it. Dude, I turned. I I turned. Thanks for listening to failure at its finest hour. I saw a dude. There was a dude ripping fucking pills in the back room one time. Thanks for listening. Oh yeah, side story. Remember when we drug all the equipment out of the basketball court behind that place and blew the lid off the town? Thanks for listening to failure at its finest hour. Penguin! It was Penguin! Nice! Another perfect round. Thanks for listening to failure at its finest hour. Distinctively remember getting thrown to the ground when that first one blew up. <laughs>